uh, I finally have uh, a living room again, and yeah, I've been yeah. watching stuff late at night. I watched a little oh, Young Justice season three. Oh shit! On a TV? On a television? <laughs> yeah. Not wow. not uh, curled up in my bed on my phone like I'm the dope vaporwave beats mm-hmm. to study to girl. Oh, I would <laughs> love to listen to a lo-fi channel that's just you like in your bed, like painting mini figs or like writing <laughs> writing character sheets. Cross-legged Houdini laying at the foot of the bed, sorting through magic cards. The music's yep. playing. Snow outside the window. That's Kevin's room. The loop is like me uh, with like giant stacks of magic cards, and I'm like just sifting through each one of them, mm-hmm. being like, hmm, uh, lapse of certainty. I mean, a counterspell in white, I could definitely include that. I could, I could go for this. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what would your what would your lo-fi screen be? Oh my god, I don't know. I don't have I don't have anything I like enough to cement into it. I want to a... say I want to say yours is bonsai, just because you have the aesthetic. Oh, now. I love that. <laughs> oh, okay, I like like just that. like clipping a little tree, just like clipping yeah. away at it, brushing it off a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You just you just like looking at it, doing a little snip, and then like turning it a, a little bit, and that's the loop. And then rake rake the dirt, and then turn it, yep. snip, turn it, rake. <laughs> All three of your cats, like, perched at perfect levels watching you intently do this. And I have Chad's. Chad's is middle of his living room, laid on the floor on his back as dogs circle and run and jump over him and he giggles. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say I'm on my back because I have back issues. I'm just like, I need to stretch. (laughs) Every now and then, Laszlo hits you and you go, my sciatica. And then then you're good. No. He hopped on my my dick again. Oh, no. It's happy. It's happy. It's not. There's no sciatica. No dick hops. <laughs> All canine joy. Does Laszlo not know to avoid the peen? Did any of your pets ever know no, not to avoid? No, no. Like All a, of my pets just up with abandon. Yes, they're like, oh, yes. cool. That's where I, when I'm jumping onto the couch, yep. that's where I go. Right straight for the dick. Leica has like a heat sensor. He's like a homing missile. <laughs> He's like, I will jump to the hottest point on this man's body. It's his dick. <laughs> It's really, it's really a, an emotionally complex moment because you're feeling pain of ow my balls, but then you're also like, oh, animal friend, my pet in, loves in me. Exact yeah. same instant. Hootie <laughs> uh, is not a lap cat. She she will hang out next to me, mm. but not on top of me. So we haven't run into that particular issue yet. So that's why, yeah, you have not had the the dick hop, but you never know because you've moved into a new place. You have a yeah. TV now. Houdini's yeah. habits could change. I kind of feel bad that like I'm not being productive in my lo-fi screen. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's judging the value of action, and there's no such thing. Well, I guess I'm just like Kevin is Kevin is working on Space Kings or building a magic deck. Paul is pruning a beautiful tree. And then, you know You're just enjoying life. I'm That's just way more productive. In the pit. Uh, recreation is creation, my friend. Yeah, baby. Damn, we're all just right. we're all passing our precious time on Earth as we please. Yeah, you're you're showing people it's important to take time to recover, to enjoy things, to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't really argue with that. Be here now, Chad. Be here now. Are you guys at a certain age where, um, changing subjects, are you guys getting to a certain age where you get things in the mail, um, life insurance things? Oh, yeah. And- oh, yeah. Well, Ke- Kevin, moving out, you're going to exponentially jump into the being capitalismed too. 
So, oh, oh, yeah, nice. you're going to get a ton of ads. And every once in a while, you'll be like, oh, you know, I kind of did want to get a big pizza. Like, mm-hmm. a couple of those you'll hit, right? Mm-hmm. No one depends on me, so it might be a sec before I get the life insurance the life insurance thing <laughs> well yeah you know let's 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 make a you know it's not too late to put a will and testament out sure sure, sure. Oh, well i mean hootie hootie's gonna get everything but yeah of course you know her magic decks are trash so <laughs> <laughs> you can just throw those in the garbage no one needs those i'm gonna have a much better time playing houdini than i am gonna be playing playing your deck <laughs> that's playing against you that's for sure uh this this might not this might be comedy a comedy graveyard no pun intended but I've been just getting more and more letters from prospective life insurance agencies mm-hmm. in big in big official looking envelopes and I'll be like oh something I probably you know need to fill out so the government doesn't get me they give you that they do not fold the documents the documents no they don't be, fold them it looks no. very important mm-hmm. and like they're just now like this one today was I am beseeching you. To look at this letter, a beautiful Jamie and his family. Oh, and then, and then it's a picture what? of like a dad and all his kids and his beautiful wife. And then it's like Jamie died without no, you know, tragically of an unknown or you know, blank accident. It could happen to you. And I'm just like, I'm so sad now. Like I'm just like, <laughs> it just, it just a real bummer. Jamie was one in two hundred and thirty million chance of death, and he died, <laughs> and it could happen to you too. This is uh this is kind of wacky cuz I I just broke out my X-Files DVDs uh <laughs> and I watched uh Clive Bruckman's Final Repose which is the episode about the uh life insurance salesman who can see the future. Uh-huh. Oh uh, boy. And, and he's miserable. Um but like Aww. there's a scene where he's like trying to sell somebody an insurance policy and they're like, "Uh, oh, we figured we were going to get a boat instead." And he's like, you don't get it, do you, kid? <laughs> You're killed by a drunk two years from now. <laughs> uh-huh. So he's so he's a life insurance salesman with a heart that's trying to help people. Yeah, he legitimately knows when you're going to die and he's trying to sell you a policy oh my god the 90s man the 90s were sad <laughs> they were a sad I love that idea though yeah. a superhero bureaucrat um uh uh, uh boyle i forget the actor um uh something boyle bob boyle tony boyle lisa laura flynn laura flynn i know laura flynn oh uh oh you mean uh everybody, everybody loves raymond dad yeah, yeah. Uh, peter boyle peter, peter boyle, boyle. Peter Boyle. Oh my God, he's from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Chad, he's from Philadelphia. <laughs> Damn it! How, how big is the population of Pennsylvania? What, like a million people? I mean, we're a suburb of New York, Chad. So I mean, okay, but like, but Pennsylvania, like what, like a million-ish people? No, no. Is that too much? Yeah, no, way too little. Pennsylvania's fucking oh. huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's just every fucking day. <laughs> That you know what it is is that Adam Driver meme from A Marriage Story. Every day I find out another great man or woman that came from Pennsylvania, and I'm not one of them, <laughs> and it makes me mad. I don't know why it makes you so mad. I, I mean, want to be part of it. I want to be part of this culture. I you are be part of the the good time Pennsylvania game. Chat. Everybody is a part of Philadelphia. Everybody that's is. Sweet. There's no. That's the thing. There's no pretension. You can just be part of Philadelphia. You just come here once. Hey, I live in Philadelphia now. You watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> you live in Philadelphia now. You're good. Does that count? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I've seen like ten minutes of a Rocky movie, and I usually, I, I on occasion use the phrase "dirt" derogatively. So I'm he technically does. from Philadelphia. And when he was here, everybody said hi to him. It's true. They, That's they, true. Well, everyone loves Kevin. That's true. That's very true. 
people just want to say hi to me and that's fine you're welcome to <laughs> if i what what i'd love to be part of listen I, south bend there's no one famous from south bend we got we got like d norris from breaking bad mm-hmm. yep vivica a fox mm-hmm. who is in more bad movies than good mm-hmm. and uh i think that's it <laughs> see here's the thing okay pennsylvania 12 million indiana 6.7 you're not that far behind in terms of pop yeah but it's what we got i don't know <laughs> chad maybe someone you've yet to know you've yet to meet maybe someone's from indiana they're gonna surprise you you know you never know sure sure you never know you never know, you never know. yeah the last i knew you were the last All right, there's no easy way to do this. Let's talk about the last Goosebumps book we'll ever read. <laughs> the, l- <laughs> the last. Damn. The I, last. I've been mentally prepared myself, but that just still hit me, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. This is it. This is the last one. Deep Trouble Part 2. We're ending on a wet fart of a book. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'll say this about it. It's not boring. No. It, is it? Is it not boring? <laughs> it, it, things keep happening. Yeah, but. and it, the problem is it starts out making you think it's going to be boring, and then it quickly shifts into, I don't know, a cartoon. Basically, <laughs> listen, uh, the yeah. family the family is pulled by a giant dolphin on a raft at some point. This is a cartoon. <laughs> this is like the oblivion of uh, yes of Goosebumps yes. books because yes. the side quests <laughs> are deep. <laughs> The side quests sure. are deep, and the main quest can be accomplished in 15 minutes. Yo, did you do that side quest where you go and fight a giant crab on a deserted island? <laughs> yeah, that side quest is crazy. They didn't even fight it. They're just menaced by it. it. And the, the crab, like, gets bored and walks crab around. Yeah. just puts its claws out of Yeah. <laughs> they hide in stealth and pass the stealth check, and the, and the <laughs> crab decides to leave. I, I didn't think it was a... See, it's funny. You guys are going to Oblivion. I didn't think of... As soon as it happened, I was like, yo, is this some Dark Tower stuff? You guys read the Dark Tower? Nope. Some, I've read, like, the first three, and then I, Paul, I do you, fell off. do you remember there's, like, these lobster things, uh, and they're like, data chum? Dumb a chum? Data check? And they go like click 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 and they just like No. I think they I think they eat Roland's fingers. Is man. that what oh is that what chops his hand off and he gets all uh, he has to get antibiotics, they have to go to New York and get antibiotics. <laughs> yeah, they have to go through a portal to New York, man. Those books are wet wild. It's fucking uh, wild, yeah. <laughs> like these like lobster things come out of the water, and as soon as that happened this book, I'm like, fucking dark tower, it's happening. I don't know why. It's a wild time, Kevin. You got to experience it. I wish I read Dark Tower instead of this book. I'm sorry. I'm going to come down Ooh, hard on this book. It's I okay. I did not have a great time reading That's it. That's okay. Listen, listen, listen. We, we <laughs> read about it. We read today Deep Trouble 2. So we sort of yes. touched on this book because we went during Deep Trouble 1. I went to watch the episode and bypass reading the book. Turns out I watched Deep, Deep Trouble 2 adaptation, which is referred to as Deep Trouble 1. It's a whole Final Fantasy 6 situation that we have going yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that was even probably more even like remake because I think the show wasn't even barely like the plot, right? No, I don't think so. I I was I made a note while reading this. I do not remember any of this from the show. This one's unfilmable. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be very expensive. It's entirely yeah. unfilmable. This would be Jaws 3D level filmable. You need Peter Jackson doing some perspective effects for this yes. to work out. Yes, we need some. We need some fucking forced perspective for this one. It's good that you're using, yeah, because there's a lot of Kong Skull Island stuff going on in this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
let's let's lay out the i mean this is pretty much a a, a plot that reminds me of like i'm gonna coin the term an, an amusement park ride plot where just the yes. characters yeah. just just settle down and they're just going to be kind of pulled from scene to scene. This one is this one's Martin Scorsese's experience at a Marvel movie plot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our main character is William Deep Jr. or Billy. He's officially a fully grown. He's past fully grown child into teenhood. <laughs> wait, wait, what was the what was the term he got called on? I think I called on the last episode as a fully grown child. I referred to one of the characters as a fully grown child, and I was asked <laughs> to explain what that meant. And a fully grown child would be a 12-year-old child. I did <laughs> I did like the line where he says, I'm not 12 anymore. I'm, I'm 13. 13. <laughs> Which is such a 13-year-old vibe. Billy uh-huh. Deep Jr. is so egotistical in this book. He comes in. Yeah, and he's tell and he's doing it. I appreciate it. he did a pretty decent recap of the first book. It's a good way to also fill a chapter. Yep, just tell him about what's going on. And he's like, last year we we came out here with our with our uncle and we discovered mermaids. No one believed me, but but I'm over mermaids now. Yeah, I'm past that. I'm gonna find a new thing. I'm like, dude, go back to the fucking mermaids. It's a big deal. Have a mermaid wife. So as someone who didn't read. Deep Trouble One. I was like, ah, 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 these aren't going to matter, right? Like the mermaid thing is pretty no. much inconsequential in this. Was was Billy Deep Junior such like a beloved character that they needed to return to this specific makeup? Why did we come back to this story? <laughs> Everyone loves the <laughs> RL's. Like, I already came up with a name for a, an aquatic marine scientist named Doctor Deep. I'm not doing a new name. Someone had the data. Someone had the data and convinced him this not this had to happen. Like, if you're gonna name a character after part of the title of your book, why couldn't he be Billy Trouble? And then you have Doctor Trouble. <laughs> uh huh. Doctor T. Doctor T. Yeah. Doctor T. I hated that the kid called his uncle Dr. D. It's your last yeah, name, dude. What the dude. fuck was that about? They're related to him and they keep calling him Dr. Dr. D all the D. time. Call, just call him Uncle Doctor. Uncle Dr. D. <laughs> uncle Doctor would be adorable and I'd be much more endeared to these characters just on that alone, Kevin. That, that'd be so Johnny Quest. If you're just like, <laughs> it's like, what's happening, Uncle Doctor? I, I, beyond the fact that Billy Deep Jr. is the most porn star name I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, this book is fucking like filthy sick. There's just a lot of weird <laughs> fetish stuff in this book. A lot of lot of uh, frothing white foam yes. and viscous white slime. Like we got we got vor. There's vor. We got vor. <laughs> We got imaginary uh, tickling role play. Yes, in the we very have. Beginning of this we book. have bondage octopus leading into tickling octopus. <sighs> I got. I got to be honest. I usually take copious notes when I read. I just through my notebook halfway through this i'm like i get it it's gonna be a different sea creature every 10 pages yes or i like also that. abandoned my notes yeah <laughs> don't worry i took copious notes we're good good it's weird how like it starts with like the most threatening giant sea monster so there's right. no mystery or right. or really horror anywhere in here no it's it's pure comedy yeah <laughs> Yeah, this is one's a laugh riot. This is a laugh riot. Besides the <laughs> the child abuse and the shoot and shooting spear guns at children as well. Yeah. So we got we got Billy. We got Billy. We got his sister Sheena, who's no nonsense. I kind of like Sheena. She's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And we have uh, Doctor Day, who's their uncle, and they're staying with him on his boat. Cassandra. Cassandra. 
<laughs> sure. It's like, I guess that's, it doesn't really inspire science or, you know, f- vision or discovery, but Cassandra's fine. What if the boat was called the Deep Trouble? Like, <laughs> I know, you can, see, have it. you can have it. You can have it, and you can then you can have the name be cool. And it could be the Deep Trouble because he's Dr. Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> We just, oh my well, god! Well, also, deep trouble would be like, well, that's what we—that's what science is. It's about getting messy, you know. We 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 stick our head in the water and get deep in there. Elbows deep into science. Yep. Yeah, like you—you you can have Billy say, "We're in some deep trouble now, aren't we, Doctor Trouble? We're not in deep trouble yet, Billy. Look, <laughs> the deep trouble is on the horizon." Do you think Doctor Deep makes them call him Doctor every time, and that's why he didn't go to eight years of uh, marine biologist school? <laughs> <laughs> Not to be called Dr. Trouble. I guess maybe 12 years of marine biology school. Don't you dare hug me, Billy. I am a doctor, goddammit. Doctors only hug other doctors. I did kind of picture Dr. Venture as Dr. Yeah. As Dr. Uh-huh. He had some Dr. Venture energy in his, like, he did not give a shit about these kids. In the league. He was so in. He was so wrapped up in his science that, like, for instance, we start off with this. We'll, we'll go through the details, but we start off with this octopus attack fake out unreliable narrator bullshit classic unreliable narrator bullshit (laughs) yep and then we go into the shark attack when an actual shark shows up yeah also hold me hold on before the shark i just need to really clarify the octopus one because that one was weird yeah it starts out he's 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 snorkeling beautiful stuff's happening around him and then a purple octopus shows up starts choking him starts squeezing him he starts tickling its belly because that works on an octopus and the octopus giggles and lets him go and it was his sister somehow. Yeah. I don't really know. And what- then Sheena's like, oh, you were you pretending? What were you pretending to be this time? And he's like, oh, yeah. I was like, wait, wait, hold it. It seemed like this was Billy's idea. And I just, I, I, I don't know. I, do, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. He's the prankster. We all hate the prankster in all of these mm-hmm. books, right? Oh, the yeah. Pranks-, pranks pranks are important because they they have a bit of a prank war going on. Right, right. <laughs> and, and I don't believe it's an actual prank war. I think it's a prank assault on Billy's side, which sometimes Sheena chooses to respond to. Yeah. And then which, which, pr- very proportionally, uh, and Billy decides to blow it out of proportion further each time. Yeah. I, I would argue, and I'm also like, I feel like as we're reading through, it's like, man, how... How fucking poetic! After how good the haunted school was, we're ending <laughs> goosebumps with just this nonstop prank fest. Like the first part of this book is just <laughs> yep. over and over. Like, oh, we thought there was a head in my aquarium. Oh, it was a doll's head. Mm-hmm. Like all of the right, yep. just re- relentless prank fake outs. Mm-hmm. But how kind of fitting. For this podcast, yes, yeah. for us to have the book where I think the prank maybe pays off in the end. Yes, yes, <sighs> mm. kind of, sort of. Did uh, did either of you track that uh, the shark had uh, glassy black eyes like a doll's eye? Did he say it? <laughs> I didn't read. I did I not catch that. I did totally <laughs> miss that. I was more focused on when, when before the shark attacks. I really liked this page I, I had grabbed. That was Billy's like set up his next prank. He's like, I went down to the rec room and I grabbed a gray square pillow. You guessed it. I was going to pretend to be a shark. He's like really proud of it. And he's yeah. like, don't worry, reader. You're already ahead of me, which means this joke is really good. <laughs> I I don't understand why we went like descending levels of giant monster scariness like 
giant shark is clearly the fucking scariest thing. Right. Yeah. Right? Well, you know what, Kevin? I would normally agree with that, but uh, actual madman with, with spear gun <laughs> is pretty terrifying. But was he a threat, though? Uh, was he a threat? I mean, I, he killed two guys, two grown men. Yeah, but he rolled like a nat one on that first spear gun attack. That's like, true. Even, <laughs> even Dr. D was like, oh, that really should have hit me, and it didn't. Okay, it's bye. Weird. That, weird. The, the spear kind of faded away. Dr. D gave up on life, like, per- temporarily. <laughs> Also, also, and this is th- th- we're this is jumping ahead, but like if you've got a spear gun and the people you're trying to kill are escaping on an inflatable bright orange yeah. life raft, massive target. Seems to me like you should aim for the raft. Hmm, that's a good point, Kevin. This is also to consider. This is a automatically magically reloading spear gun. Where oh yes, I noticed after that too. The spear is fired. I that too. Doctor Riddle, what's his name? Doctor Ritter. Ritter. So here, here's what I have to say. One thing about the beginning before we get too deep in. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> it's gonna happen a lot. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck the whole episode. Uh, yeah. Kevin. I you did you said I don't know that any of the story plays into this. Here's what the story does do to play into from the first one that plays into this one. Doctor D did learn. Doctor Deep. I refuse to call him Doctor D out of out of the context of a quote. Uh, Doctor Deep did see the mermaids that Billy Deep discovered. So Doctor Deep believes the kids, which I think is a huge change in uh. Goosebumps books. Is that he believes the kids now. Mm. They see the double sized shark. They see the massive fucking shark, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. He, it gets away before the before Doctor Deep can see it. But they go, he's he, yeah. But he doesn't believe them at first. But they convince him. They're like, no, seriously, we saw this thing because he saw the mermaid. He believes them. But then he just chooses to move past the giant shark and take them down to show him his his far more important science work that he's doing. <laughs> I think. I, I think the big prank energy works to works against them because, like, yeah, they saw mermaids a year ago, but these two shits have been pranking each other and him. That's for true. Months now. That's true. So he's he's a little worn out. He, he might not be so willing to believe that they're giants in the deep. That he's pranking shits. Yep. Okay. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. a really good point, though, Paul. Like he he is the 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 most appealing part I think of any of these Goosebumps sequels should be we can move past the entire first books like begging parents to listen. Right. Right. It, it, it now the fun in game, I mean, which I guess kind of happens like once what, what is the, <laughs> the inciting incident, not the inciting incident, the uh, smoking snail that is, <laughs> gets Dr. Dr. Deep on board. Uh, I believe it is the snail. It has to be. Yeah. The snail, he, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Deep gives, uh, he shows, Sheena and Billy Deep Jr. Yep. Uh is like I guess I guess his experiment is I've just been collecting plankton. Uh mm-hmm. no other experiments explained other than that's what they're just doing out here. He's like, here, give this jar to your your own fish in your room, including a two goldfish and a an unmentioned snail. Mm-hmm. I feel like they mentioned the snail. Maybe they mentioned it, I just missed yeah. it. Um yeah. but I think, like, just kind of randomly after the shark attack is uh, them going out swimming. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then jellyfish attack. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. The jellyfish attack is huge. That's horrifying. The, yeah. Like, up until this point, uh, Billy is a total jerk, and Sheena has only proven to be more dependable, 
more curious, yep. more cautious, better student, and also better at pranking. Better pranks. Better for pranker. Sure. So overall, top tier kid, F tier kid for Billy at this yeah. point. But we have we have to have whiplash from this sequence during the jellyfish because suddenly Billy becomes Billy dependable. Yeah, he does save his sister from the jellyfish. It's not it's not a clean save, but he gets there. He get he, he breaks her out of jellyfish suffocation. He jail. does. Chad, Chad well, please break break the scene down, Chad, because I feel like you you really love this scene. <laughs> yeah, Chad, I associate this scene with you, so I'm not going to steal it from you. No, you, there's no this way. This is all you, buddy. No way I could. Yeah. I both want to like own it and distance myself. Uh, but I did send a message, I think, to you guys before. I was like, we need to talk about the jellyfish scene for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It was just, I, I, I kept, I think because there had been so many other fake outs, that one hit a little bit. It's the first real moment, for sure. Like the First real moment. You're sure there was a big shark, but it was so quick that it, it didn't really register yeah. as a scare moment for me. Exactly. For all, for all we know, the kids are lying to us because they've already proven to be unreliable narrators to us. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, man. I wish I could just send a message to RL in the past. Like, hey, dude, if everything's a prank fake out, I'm not really invested. Um, right. But, but uh, Sheena just is, in a way that could be very scary, yeah. is... I guess she's just looking head down in the water and uh, and Billy Deep is like, I'm trying, I can't, I, I'm trying to shout, but you can't shout underwater. I'm like, good point, Billy. Mm -hmm. good point. Unless you're that uh, kid who invented the underwater walkie talkies, which is a real thing that happened on uh, Nickelodeon. I do remember it. I do remember it. Was that on like, uh, not figure it out or whatever that was like? It might've been a figure it out. Yeah, yeah. The kid invented underwater walkie-talkies. Yeah. I think there was uh -huh. just like an interstitial, like a Nickelodeon interstitial, and they're like, look at this fucking kid who's better than you. He invented some shit. <laughs> he gets moon shoes, too. You'll never get moon Damn. shoes. Damn. I exceeded the weight limit for They moon gave shoes. him a... They gave him a... <laughs> they gave him a... <laughs> Chad, I never knew that about that's the saddest saddest I've ever heard about you. Wait, wait, Chad, did you did you find that out through through like an event where you put moon shoes on and just like snapped through no, them? No, that would be my darkest memory of all time. Uh I just want to picture like young Chad taking like a bouncer to being like, this is it. This is freedom. This is what I wanted. I'm uh, finally oh. free. Finally, big boy going to fly. No. <laughs> Chad, I, kn I know you you played football and you were a strapping man for sure. So do not take this in the wrong way. But the stories you tell of your childhood make me feel like you were Bobby Hill. And I love you even more for it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, mix Bobby Hill with the body of Mikey from Recess. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. You were. Yeah. You're a tall. You're a tall kid. You're a. You're a tall man. Uh, I was a big boy. Uh, you still are. You're still. A big, you're still a tall man. I'm still the same size. Uh, uh, we should watch a Recess episode for this show. Yes. Yes. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. With that. What else are we gonna do? Goosebumps is over. There's no more. <laughs> he stopped making them. He we're said. Not, I need to clarify once again. We are not <laughs> shutting the podcast down. There'll be more episodes. We have new. We have more content planned. It's the last day of Goosebumps. I'm putting all the chairs on top of the desks so the janitors can come. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> we're, we're playing Hangman or Jeopardy or some shit. The teacher's smoking in the hallway. It's over. <laughs>
But we're going to come back and be like 14-year-old boys. And we'll be wiser and <gasps> stronger. And yes. We'll get to read Fear Street and Goosebumps 2000. We'll each have a pube. <laughs> we'll each have a pube. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have one pube and we'll pass it around between the three of us <laughs> like the fates from Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> the pube of our lives. Who, which fate shall cut short the pube of our lives? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so Sheena's swimming face down in the water, yep. not paying attention. And nope. even at the time of this, Billy, Billy Deep's like, oh, she's always so focused. That's why she gets such good grades. Like, even as she's swimming into death, he's complimenting her. Mm-hmm. That's um, nice. He realizes he's the lesser child for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In this moment, and, and flashes of her, both their lives uh, <laughs> go before him, and mm-hmm. he's like, she's the better child. Mm-hmm. And. I guess Sheena just kind of swims straight into a big open pink blob. Yep. I I think it was pretty obvious what it was at that point, but it takes a whole other like chapter of him getting up to it to realize, oh my god, it's a giant jellyfish, and Sheena is inside the jellyfish. I was like, it was kind of unclear in the text. I was like, starfish maybe. Yeah. It was, it I, was I, really. Flowery with the jellyfish language, right? The, it was flowery and like the anatomy of a jellyfish. Yes, usually the holes on the bottoms, so you'd have to swim up like a diving bell into a jellyfish. I feel like to truly get sucked inside <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah. In my and mind, I, I was I was picturing it comically tilting ninety degrees and she to just go in straight whoop, in like a whoop, warrior whoop. wear game. I don't. <laughs> Here's just... a, that's that's a great point. <laughs> uh, I imagined it like the lip monster from Dragon Quest. Yep. Ooh. The kisser, yep. the kisser slug. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was picturing in my mind the whole time. See, I, I associate jellyfish with stinging. And yes. I was like, th- that's clearly not what they're going for here. So I, I, I didn't latch on to jellyfish right away. But now in my head, they're just the ones from SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. I, the cartoon, it's easier for me to picture the cartoonish version of a jellyfish than the actual nightmares that like Man of Wars are. Yeah, right. this one, this one has like folds and stuff and like. Yeah, what was the thing about folds? It was very, like, I, I'm sorry to keep putting this filter on it. It was very fallopian, y'all. Like, there was just a lot of like pink folds. <laughs> fallopian, y'all. Um, are, are you going for Yannick on this one? Wait, what do you mean by Yannick? Y- Yannick is uh, v- vagina shaped, like phallic is penis shaped. <sighs> oh, I didn't know that. Wow! Thank this you for how, the learning. I literally, Kevin was like, "Do you is that like a Sonic character? Is that like a is Yannick <laughs> Yannick the Hedgehog? <laughs> like is Yannick the Hedgehog another? It's a more sensual yeah. sapic Hedgehog. Yeah, um, S- sapic, sapic the Hedgehog. The hedgehog. Sapic, <laughs> sapic the Hedgehog is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but but the the big fleshy engulfing thing reverse births uh, Sheena into it, mm-hmm. and then uh, Billy Deep Williams has to go save his sister. <laughs> Billy Deep's big plan. Billy Deep <laughs> Williams is just. Are we just gonna it. hold on? We cannot simply skip by <laughs> Billy Deep Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Which is officially the canon name for this character now. RL will have to rewrite this book. I mean, every time you guys have said Billy Deep, I've added the Williams in my head after. Yes, totally. Yeah. Billy D. Williams jumped into the water and went straight up that jellyfish's vagina. Yeah. Oh, he he dove into it like like an Olympic diver straight in. (laughs) 
<laughs> without with no with zero abandon or with, sorry with full abandon with you know just yeah. went and went straight in just and and reaches in grabs his sister has a you know, they firm for bout a little bit for for tension's sake and i gotta say the scene worked for me because yeah. it was gross first yes. off gross out and then claustrophobia a bit uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh, claustrophobia uh-huh. and uh, suffocation. Like the yes. suffocation thing. Underwater. Yeah. Very, yeah. Don't very... give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh, the Weird Al song, but that's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> he, he just he just does that in the polka of white boy pain. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I, I, that is wonderful. I've never heard that that polka. Oh, the weird owl polkas are great. That's a top tier weird owl polka. Yeah, the polkas were the highlight of every of every one, weren't they? But then a second jellyfish enters the mix. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, they don't ever in in this book. I don't know if they actually defeat any of the creatures themselves. No, which maybe adds to the horror. Maybe you could argue that is the right way for your protagonist to feel at odds. Mm -hmm. But Billy's big plan, which I thought was stupid, was I must also go into the jellyfish. Yeah, he Um, did, again, with Bandon, he just threw his entire body there. I was imagining that he had some sort of, like, I don't know, kept his flipper in the mouth, which I was imagining there was a mouth. There's no (laughs) mouth. I don't don't know what, out of the opening, I don't know. Uh, He did something. Um, And then, yeah, I, I, I was reading it as he was like, holding some form of himself outside of this thing but i don't know how he was doing it i read it as a kid going i want to go in there too and then just like just (laughs) back to the womb for me back to the womb i'll be reborn and be billy deep the third oh kevin you're right yeah they they kind of just get spit out yeah because and as they swim away realize that another jellyfish yeah wanted to eat that jellyfish and then those two just fold over each other just full on scissoring. They yeah. are, yeah, they're jabbing and blob banging and doing all kinds of stuff, and the water's going nuts. Loving this club starts playing like from beneath the <laughs> waves, and they're like, "We gotta get out of here. We gotta, we gotta find a room." <laughs> I at this point, I was like, "Get these kids a fucking fun saver camera, because these kids need to be taking pictures of these <laughs> wonderful creatures they're finding." I, I mean, I think this is one of the one of the rare examples where uh, a camera does nothing to prove their case because they'll just be like oh it's just close to the it's just close up to the camera oh you gotta hold up a a banana for scale yeah (laughs) banana for scale well you know the kids had their banana because they need their potassium for all the swimming they're doing (laughs) they're gonna get scramby leggy if they don't have their potassium they're low in tass Uh, they get back onto the boat and we meet, oh, we, we have some more hijinks because, um, uncle father doctor is caught under a giant snail and yeah, yeah they get back. They're like, we got to tell uncle father doctor about yeah. what just happened. And then it just, yeah, it just goes right into again, like a, a Cronenberg ass car appears in the hallway. <laughs> when the snail started screaming, like I was like, that's fun, but. I know yeah. this can't last, and it wasn't the snail actually screaming. I feel like part of my frustration with this book is that it feels like a choose-your-own-adventure Goosebumps book. Sure. Where the choices have been made for sure. you. Yes. Like, there are sure. a lot of points in here that I feel like are branching opportunities. Like, save Sheena, or don't save Sheena, or mm-hmm. uh, tell the truth to the evil doctor, or lie to the evil doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> choose to tell the truth randomly after five other opportunities to lie uh-huh. yeah yeah you're right it, it is very um yeah 
it's 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 very uh on rails even though things keep happening like i i think yeah. the the snail is probably the second scariest part of the book for me right oh, the first yeah. one being the jellyfish um because claustrophobia smothering that sort of thing mm-hmm. like, yeah uh it is described for quite a while that there is just a big giant snail in the hallway of the ship mm-hmm. a fake out that maybe the snail is talking which i was like oh sign me the fuck up let's You're right. go right uh no it's just that our uncle doctor is underneath the snail being smothered i think quote choking on slime which is yes. horrific that's horrific yeah and again of because of course it is this, the slime is described as white and viscous because, of course, why wouldn't mm-hmm. it be? It, it must, oh, it, it must yeah. be snail bukkake. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> I also just love the image that while this was happening, the snail is just sitting there emotionlessly on top of the uh-huh. big dog. Just blinking. They said the snail had sad eyes, which mm-hmm. I find hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm killing him. Oh. <laughs> You are, you are, oh, I don't know why I exist and why I'm so big. I just wanted to, just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a big snail that thinks he's a small snail. That's why he tries to get up on him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the, what's the fucking, hold on, the dog. It's what's, Marmaduke. This is the Marmaduke. This is the Marmaduke of snail. I love him. <laughs> Uh, they managed to karate the snail off of uh, mm-hmm. Uncle Uncle Father, <laughs> but then the entire ship starts shaking and rocking because oh no, McGoldfish! We better kill them by throwing freshwater fish <laughs> yes. into the salt. They water. knowingly they knowingly murder these two ex- well <laughs> ex- extremely large goldfish by throwing them into salt water. Yeah. I loved that Dr. D was like, like, yep, well, we got to do what it takes, he said grimly. Which I got to think, if you're a marine biologist, this is like crushing you. This, like, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is a hard, this is breaking the Hippocratic Oath of marine biologists, which is tossing a freshwater fish into salt water. Dr. Deep cares more about these fish than these children because, and this can be shown by when the two kids come in and say, massive shark tried to eat us. He's like, yeah, yeah, kids, check out this fish. It's really big, right? Okay, go ahead and go back out swimming. I'm going to keep looking at this fish because I love it more than you. And that's like <laughs> his entire MO. Oh, can we talk Can we talk about that tiny detail in the lab where there's... Big, big minnow? <laughs> big minnow. I just thought it was so funny the way he discovers. He's like, there's a big four foot silver fish. He's like, I don't know what this is. I don't recognize it anywhere. And Billy opens up the book and he's like, Billy, not in that part of the book. That part of the book is for small fish. Mm-hmm. But one, I, why would they arrange it? Like, <laughs> like, the book is organized by size it's really fucking funny to me complete insanity um yeah so can we can we talk briefly about the tim jacobus cover of this one with just like sure. the, the weird bulldog fish on the front of it Oh, the the dire goldfish. Yeah, dire goldfish. It's like yeah, ugly fish with no sense of scale to it. It's got fangs, Kevin, and that's scary. Ooh. <laughs> I, Ooh, I I was kind of one of those covers of doesn't actually ever really happen in the book, right? Um, yeah, right. the goldfish are harmless. They really yep. just seem to want to live. Mm-hmm. They can't help that they suddenly grow grew on. Have we said that they grew on uh, mutated plankton or like? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the reason the reason why things grow big is because there's a mute, special plankton that makes them big. So fun, so great, love it. That's what we find <laughs> out. 
That's what we find out. And it's they, they that's did. not even the stupidest thing the plankton does. No, no, I, no, no. no I, it gets, this plankton is nuts. It gets way better. I, they deduced this on their own, right? So they're like, oh, it must be the plankton because I fed it to the, you know, I fed it to the fish in my room and all this stuff. They're figuring it out. They go up to the top of the suddenly after they finally remove the fish by throwing them into the salt water. Uh, they go back down to get the snail out and they hear a noise. It's people walking on the ship. They come upstairs. It's a doc. It's three three mysterious men that they don't know. Uh, yeah. Mel, something else, and and doc and Doctor Ritter. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of X Files, by the way, I thought these dudes were a full on cameo of the Lone Gunman for a second. The way they were described. <laughs> oh, really? I uh, I was just like, oh shit, we're getting home invaded. Like he's got like Ritter's got goons. Yeah. This went from this went from Cronenberg to Michael Haneke real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they go up, and then there's a great scene where Dr. Deep is trying to get Billy to not tell them the information that they know about the things. And we're, look, we're, let's remember, we're talking 13-year-old boy, not fully grown yet, fully grown doctor. And Wait, hold on. We're saying not fully grown? We said he's a fully grown child. He's a, he's a fully grown child. Now he has become, oh. a, he, and now he's become a minimally grown teen at this point. Yeah, I almost got you there, Paul. Gotcha. Yeah, minimally grown, grown teen. And so he's, you know, what, he's, he's, pushing maybe five two five three at this point you know he's, <laughs> he's probably benching 180 yeah, I don't know. he's benching 180 but dr <laughs> deep is jamming him in the rib cage subtly you know this man is bent over hitting his his nephew in the rib cage over and over again to try, multiple times to try and stop billy billy deep williams from from spilling the beans well uncle cool doctor is basically like doing a fucking scientist wizard duel with right. Dr. Ritter <laughs> being like, being like, tell me your secrets and I shall tell you you're fine. Right. Like, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's a nice lab you have here. What experiments are you doing? Well, yeah. I don't know. What experiments are you doing? It's big venture bros energy here of two evil mm-hmm. scientists meeting up. Yeah. And, and Billy Deep Williams is like, Hey, why don't I tell you everything because you seem like an authority figure and I got a vent right now because I've had a day. I've seen some shit. And then the violence happens. Well, I, again, I, want, I think there's at least five elbows in the ribs and yeah. Billy clocks like uncle doesn't want me to say. And then he just blurts out, I had had enough. I just wanted to share. And, like, it was just- and I love that he shares it. He shares it, right? This yeah. this scene was this scene was astounding to me. He shares it. Well, and Doctor before he before uh, Billy says anything says, "Have you seen anything strange?" Very leading question wise. Billy <laughs> finally reveals it. Doctor Deep and Sheena both say he's lying. He's a big liar. He's the biggest liar that ever existed. We fucking hate this kid. They like <laughs> they're like throwing they're fo- they're throwing Billy under the bus as hard as they can. And then a fucking giant snail comes and just waltzes into the scene. Yep. Yep. Wait. Wait. Yep. Did I miss that part? Because I remember going like the snail never came back. No. No. It's it was there. It just it it was at the end. I think it like fucks off by the end of the book. Like yeah. we never hear from it again after this. But I was waiting for the snail to have a hero moment of like at the very end, like oh they forgot about the snail. But in, instead, what gets them out of that main heist? I think right is is that the seagulls? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're captured. Uh, they're bound and gagged. They're brought aboard Dr. Ritter's ship, which I don't think has a name. No, it should have. That makes him really evil. Yeah, that's, the fact yeah. That he does have a name that for it. That could have been the deep trouble. Any of them could have been the deep trouble. 
right. When we hit a certain Patreon tier, the three of us will buy, we'll buy a boat together and we'll call the Deep Trouble. Yes. Right? We'll buy a pontoon boat that yeah, barely moves. Yeah, I was going to say. We'll have it we'll called the Deep Trouble. The least mechanical boat that we can buy, we will buy. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe a kayak. Maybe we'll start small. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they're taking aboard the nameless Dr. Ritter ship. This is an abusive sequence. They're very rough. to. Th- they say the, the famous like abusive line, which is the kid is being hurt. And they, they say this in movies all the time when it's a really bad, scary person. Yeah. Shut up before I really hurt you. And the, which is yeah, the scariest, sure. the scariest evil person line you can say to somebody. And oh, then no. then there's straight up murder implications over and over again. But these are union goons. And they <laughs> deserve a lunch break. Yep. They yep. Deserve I thought that was such the funniest part of the book of them going. Time for lunch. <laughs> Time for lunch. And then and then Billy Deep going, uh, I can hear the sounds of plates and dishes <laughs> clattering upstairs. They were like, it's like, yeah, no, they're they're making a little meal together. That's kind of cute. Uh-huh. And then later, like, you see like sandwiches and a yeah, salad. Yeah, they mention it. I, I loved, I loved it. and it's funny because like I was reading that sequence and I was like, it's fucking weird that he just stopped on the, the food for a second. He had to show us the food, and I was like, I bet you that was longer, and they were like, listen, you're humanizing these villains too much by talking about what they're eating. You need to really keep this curtain short. So the original draft was by George R. R. Martin, and originally it was <laughs> the chapters and chapters describing the sandwiches. And uh-huh. Well, thank God it wasn't Brian Jocker. It would have been an thank entire book. I was about to go for that. Yeah, thank, thank you. I appreciate a good Red Wall reference. <laughs> this, this scene is a nothing burger, though. Like, it's yes. cool, and it's really funny. I just kept going like... Why did we do this? Most <laughs> most scenes of this are nothing burgers. Like yeah. the the fucking desert island side quest is is a, is nothing as well. Like sure, mm-hmm. you could do detours, but usually they should like come away with having learned something right. or gained anything. But this is just we're capturing you all. We're bringing you back to our ship. We're going to tie you up. This whole thing about like Billy D going like, I, I bit him at the right time. So he didn't tighten my ropes as much as I as I thought. Cool. He gets untied. They immediately just walk back in going, you interrupted my lunch. This sucks. Now we're going to kill you. I'm like, so why do we even do uh, this? Dude, they could, have, they could have ended the story when they first came on the boat because the setup for the ending has already occurred off screen. <laughs> off screen. <laughs> They're totally right. Chad, I... I think you hit on something back there where, like, these characters never gain anything on the adventure. Like, even no, in very rarely. Um, the the haunted school, like, he has the lighter from the start. Mm-hmm, it's always yeah. something that they already did beforehand or some, like, weird, like, minor detail in the beginning that saves them. It's never something they learn along the way right. or collect along the way <laughs> or find. Like, if Dr. <laughs> if Dr. Ritter Bitter... Yeah. And at some point been defeated because he was hungry and he didn't have enough to eat that day. Like like his energy yes. wiped out. Yes. He'd be like, only because they interrupted the lunch earlier. Fuck yeah. Like, that would have been <laughs> paid it off. If if the moral of this was it's important to eat a balanced meal at lunchtime, I would have loved that. Hey, hey y'all, if we're working from home. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you're not working from home or VR, make sure you have lunch and make yeah. sure they don't move lunch. Make sure they let you have a lunch break. It's really important. I don't think that. they're allowed to do that. I don't think you're allowed to move lunch. If, you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> make yourself a sandwich. You earned it. Yeah. yeah. Have you had a glass of water? Have a glass of water. <laughs> Enjoy a goosebud sandwich with us. Yeah. <laughs> 
trust us. We're the we're the one parasocial relationship you can trust. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any crab or fish, it would be really nice to do right now because it'll yeah. be thematic and it'll be try that if you got it. Uh, um, fuck. All right. So so we have that. We have like this this murder implication sequence. The kids eventually do escape during lunch. Uh, yep. Or not during lunch. Sorry, <laughs> they do. Well, they escape during lunch, are found out, and then are taken to be murdered again. Uh, yeah, they put the the murder that was union mandated lunch ruined was is yeah. now is now going to happen. So they're they're standing on the edge, and they see that there's an escape an escape raft. They try they make a run for it. What what mm. what causes the distraction? I can't even remember what. There's happened. a harpoon gun firing at some point. That's, that's um, the seagulls, oh, seagulls right? Yeah, seagulls. Oh my god, yes! How did I forget seagulls. about the giant seagulls? Yeah, giant Which... seagulls. Are nice. <laughs> they were cool. Two giant seagulls, clawed like talons, swoop down and then just kind of cause some problems. Like what? It's not even. It's not even a fuck yeah moment where they get eaten or anything. No, they, well, so they have one of the henchmen's arms in a bite. Mm. So. Which is yeah. happening in its bone mouth. It's got its. It's got a, a man's arm in its mm. bone mouth. Mm-hmm. I am convinced that that henchman died there because later on the henchmen are brought up and only is only one is talked about. Oh, you think? I it was implied that he. I thought it was implied he experimented on him, but yeah. Well, probably lost. That was one the other one. Yes, it was implied that he that he, it wasn't implied. It was stated that he that he did something to one of them, but the other one's not talked about. Why? Because he died from the giant seagull. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was the lunch that doomed them. It was the lunch that summoned the seagulls. Because whenever oh you're having god, a sandwich, food out. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they lured them in. The lunch did do something. <laughs> the lunch did something. Holy shit! This is why you don't work through lunch. Because <laughs> giant crap. seagulls will come and fuck your shit up. Holy I, crap! I will. I said the giant shark was the scariest thing. A pair of giant seagulls is legitimately a, a yeah. horrible way to die. I'm scared of a regular size seagull. <laughs> I, I'm scared of like, you know, you ever see like videos of like pelicans just eating whole other animals in their beaks? Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Birds are scary. I'm sorry, Chad. I know you love birds and like you have like nice little cute birds. But once a bird gets bigger than a basketball, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm aware that Samson is a tiny little turkey leg, but also he has a beak the size of a quarter that could just pierce all of my flesh. It is yeah. bone. It will go through skin easily. It'll slide through. Yeah. They were here before us. I know. We got to respect them. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> my parents have chickens in their backyard, so I've grown, I've grown up with dinosaurs my whole life. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. I know their ways. We have Jurassic Park at home, Kevin. Yeah, we have Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> so these big flying dinosaurs are just kind of like biting one guy's arm off mm-hmm. and buying time for Dr. D, Billy Deep Williams, and <laughs> Sheena to run for the inflatable raft. This is the moment we mentioned earlier where <laughs> I think one of the henchmen yes. fires a, a spear gun <laughs> at, at Dr. D and he crumples. Did you notice that? So they run and they jump into the boat and then the beginning of the next chapter is when the spear gun is fired at Dr. Deep and he 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 crumples. And then Billy has a moment where he's like, you killed him. You killed my uncle. And then he gets up. I I'm positive that that previous chapter ended with Dr. Deep getting quote unquote shot 
and they were like that's, that's just too dark you cannot end on a chapter where it seems like the the, uh, the uncle father doctor dies oh if he had died in that scene and it was just billy and sheena then on the i don't think he really died on the run. i don't think he really died i'm just saying i think the chapter oh, sure. i think that i think there i think there was a point where the chapter ended where it's he seemingly died and they they withheld that because they were like no it's too dark I think it's fair. I think if you if in any story you have a spear gun and at some point no one you know, no one in your story gets a spear in them, that's a mistake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I if yeah, it's check sad. Off, check off spear it's gun. Sad, really. It really is. Yeah, not even firing the gun. It needs to be. I need to see a spear in a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just when you see a spear gun, you're like a certain destiny is about to happen. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they get on a raft. <laughs> this is the dumbest part. I hate. I like it's I'm, stupid. I'm, it's really stupid. They go out. A storm hits. They have to bail yeah. the thing out. Boring scene of bailing yeah. water they out. Use their shoes to. They use their shoes to to, to bail. Uh, yeah. Bail Whatever. They fall. Boat. They fall asleep. They go to a deserted island. They have no Gilligan's Island esque adventures. Nope. They don't even. They don't, they don't meet one monkey that tor- that like torments them in any way. <laughs> Did y'all? Did I was hoping, I was hoping the island was going to be a giant turtle or something. Oh, oh my god, my god. that could have been, so been cool. cool too. But can you imagine island of big monkey? Just oh, like, oh my <laughs> god, monkey island. <laughs> just like one big monkey just sitting on the island, all put out about it. <laughs> what is Kong Skull Island called in your country? Oh no, we call it Island of Big Monkey. Island of Big <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> big monkey. <laughs> <laughs> He's too big for the island. Like he has no place to move. The poor little guy. They land on this beautiful paradise of an island, mm-hmm. like rich in coconuts. They have some coconut, and they're like, "I never want to eat this again." Yeah, Sheena says, "I never want to eat this again." Not even in candy. I'm like, Jesus, be like, come on, be a little appreciative of the of the little sustenance you have here, Sheena. <laughs> you're, you're alive. Yeah, they're on that island for twenty fucking minutes, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck coconut." <laughs> I mean, I get it. I hate coconut. I hate surprise coconut. I'm, I'm not a I coconut. I hate surprise fan. coconut too, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Solidarity. Mm-hmm. Solidarity. I'm not. I don't hate it quite enough to like starve to death about it. Right. But, <laughs> right. Uh, fishing goes awry when a giant enemy crab with no visible weak point <laughs> attacks. <me. laughs> and uh, it chases the family deep up a tree. Um. Nothing continues to happen for quite some time. Wait, yeah, nothing they, continues they, to happen. They waited out. The, tr- <laughs> the claws is there menacing at them. The kids do fall out of the tree because the branch breaks. But yeah. like we've talked about already, uh, giant crab enemies, uh, meter, stealth meter has been surpassed. <laughs> the check yeah. is fast. And the crab is walking away. The crack happens. Two kids fall out of the tree. And it's like, nah, fuck it. And it just goes back yeah. into the ocean. It wasn't even like another creature scared it away or anything. It was just, eh, give up. I'm done. Yeah, you're right. The, the stealth the stealth timer had just run out. Yes. It went back to monitor it and, had to re- and patrol. It had to return to its AI path. Yeah, you kited the, the crab far enough away from its AI path that like, after a while, it just had to go back. <laughs> it had, simply had to return. That's a legitimate tactic for some giant crab enemies in Dark Souls. Swear to God. That's my only tactic with every enemy in Dark Souls is just hide away for them to leave. <laughs> It's a stealth game to Chad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the tide comes in and they lose their uh, escape vehicle, their boat. It's being pulled. They see it, it being pulled by the dolphins out in the water and the dolphins are massive. And they're yeah. like, oh, dolphins is smart. They'll be our friends. 
So they they go over to it and attempt to diplomatically have the raft released to them. The dolphins yeah. say, yeet, and then start flying get, off. The dolphins say, get on loser, we're going swimming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do hop on wisely, and then they're pulled on a fun uh, dolphin ride uh, <laughs> while Steppen, Steppenwolf plays. <laughs> and... And then they end up at the at a ship, and it's a misty, misty day I, out. Why did this part happen? I don't know. I, they need a chapter break, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I I just feel like RL didn't feel like re-editing the previous chapter. Like, he had written yeah. five pages and went like, ah, uh, oh, it's supposed to be on the other boat. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. They show up, and they think it's uh, SS Ritter House, or whatever Ritter's boat is called. And... <laughs> They, they're like, Ritter oh House. no, we're back at Ritter House. No, oh wait, no, it's the place we've been staying for months. It's a very different boat. It's a very different. <laughs> we just don't recognize it from this particular angle or whatever. And they get on the boat. They're happy. They're dancing. They're mm-hmm. they're hot dogging. They're high fiving uh-huh. each other. Pancakes are on the menu. It's great. <laughs> Pancake breakfast for dinner is about <laughs> to happen. The, like... the ultimate celebration. Anytime I have a near death experience <laughs> on an island. You go for the brekkie dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you clean a lot of snow up, uh, when you almost get in a car accident, uh, when a giant crab tries to eat you, you must have breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Breakfast for dinner is about to be had. Uh, Victory high fives are exchanged. They high five for 45 minutes straight. It's insane. They're just standing there on the boat, (laughs) high fiving after high five. Their hands are bleeding and they just keep going. It's honestly, honestly impressive how RL used his words, wordsmithing to have that many different, uh, different words for high fiving. Honestly, this part makes up at least like a quarter of the book just describing the marathon of high fives that are going on. There's Mm -hmm. a whole page where it's him just going slap, 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 (laughs) slap, slap, slap. It's it's like some House of Leaves shit. Uh It's really interesting. Yeah. You you have to read it in the mirror. It's wild. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but eventually, eventually they just decide they're done, which is the wildest part of the high five Mm -hmm. thing. Um, and then Dr. Ritter shows up and he's like, aha, I'm going to menace you. Mm-hmm. He'd been waiting there the whole time. <laughs> just watching. Just looking at him high fiving. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it, man. Just polishing the spear gun. Did he have the spear gun again? <laughs> I'm assuming. He must have. He either had the spear gun or like he was just so sandwiched up that he could like dunk on any of these fools Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't really know he made a big deal about being like you guys are hungry and i'm not therefore i win (laughs) even in a three-on-one fight (laughs) but like they were gone for 24 hours at least they i think two nights i think two nights passed they fell asleep at least before they landed at the island yeah and then x amount of hours for dolphin travel fast travel and i think i think they sleep during the dolphin run that means dr ritter bitter uh (laughs) left his blood covered ship probably with like Maybe he lost it to the seagulls. Actually, what a funny detail is like it's not my boat anymore. It's the seagulls' boat now. <laughs> and it's like he's just waited at the Cassandra in case they would come back. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we before we wrap this thing up, this boy is on death's door, right? Oh like, yeah, it, yeah. It's about it's we're about to flush it. High tide's coming in. Yeah, sun's getting real low. Um, <laughs> what I think we've ignored the most horrible thing that could happen with the plankton because what creature 
is known for eating a shit ton of plankton. Fucking whales. Right. Oh. Where's the monstro sequence? The, yeah, like, where is the giant, giant, giant whale? If you want a vor, go OG vor, Pinocchio. Yeah, monstro yeah. was the original vor. Yeah. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Italians, in, <laughs> Italians invented Vor. <laughs> we, we, we stand a true Vor king. Monstro. Columbus didn't discover shit. Italians invented Vor. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not really explained too much other than, you know, I, Dr. Dr. Ritterbitter loves monologuing in this book. He yeah. loves the cliche like, oh, you're curious about my experiment? Let me tell you every step of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't really get too much into the what he actually did. Yeah. But he does lay out maybe the most... Um, I don't know, I'm not going to say like endearing antagonist, but like his plan on paper for the first two sentences makes sense. Yes. He wants to make fish big right. to solve world hunger. Right. Yeah. He wants to keep it secret, I guess. So he's like, no, I'll fucking kill for this. Well, he wants the business rights. Yeah. Right? I guess yeah. so. Yeah. He's a he, he's he's an Elon Musk type. Like. He's a he's a Wayland Yutani corp. Yeah, uh, in the making. <laughs> but like Wayland Yutani by way of Gorton's fisherman. <laughs> Of a Bubba Gump shrimp company. Uh, Could someone someone make a logo for Bubba Gump in the way that you talk about? Oh my god. (laughs) Um, All right. So he takes the kids and Dr. Uncle below deck and he's like, "Uh, I'm going to make you drink the plankton. Because I have to do tests and I need to get you guys out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And uh, Willy Billy Deep is like, I'll do it because reasons. And he's like, okay, choose your bottle. And he's like, so this is going to make me giant, right? No, you idiot. When humans drink the plankton, they turn into fish. Instantly. Not even fish monsters, which nope. I thought would at least be interesting. They Just turn fish. into normal sized fish. Yeah. You know, maybe big fish. No, they're just like bit normal fish. Yeah, forever. That's forever. Important. It's forever. very important that it's forever. Not a temporary fish. It's also a non-scientific way of like you've done this for a day. You do not know what all the <laughs> yeah, side right. effects are at all. Yeah, what's your what's your sample size here, Doctor Ritter? <laughs> he says, as a matter of science, you will not get into human heaven. You will have to go. <laughs> Remember, John remember, will recognize you now as a fish, and he'll send you to fish hell. Remember, Jesus hates cloning, except when you clone fish. He did it himself <laughs> because he said that all fish go to hell. You know how Jesus was able to split and make seven loaves of fish into like infinite yep, fish because uh-huh. fish don't have souls. Fish don't you have know souls? why the symbol for Christianity is a fish? Spite. <laughs> It's the symbol we put on the door. It means it's basically no dogs allowed for fish. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a crossover reference. <sighs> so he drinks the sludge. And right away, I was like, if he really drank the plankton, RL would not hesitate to put a sour taste in there. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Thinking, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just makes sense. Uh, so nothing happens to him. So that prompts like a brief struggle where mm-hmm. uh I don't even remember what happens to this point. 
Uh, so uh, he, he does it. Uh, it kind of just peters out. Yeah, there's yeah. no, there's not even a struggle. They just stand there waiting, and Doctor Dritter is like, <laughs> "No, it works. I swear, it works, guys. It works. I swear." He's like just having like a little fit, and yeah, then, yeah. and they're like, "We're turning you in, Doctor Ritter," and he, and Doctor Ritter just gives up, and yeah, just, no, he, he's so demoralized, Paul. He by just gives his, up his sure bet that it didn't work. That all power he had in the scene goes away, and he just yes. runs for it. He like, runs for yeah. it. They catch him, and they say, "We're going to take you to the police." And he goes, "No, you won't. I'll commit fish suicide first. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not owned. He yells, "I'm not owned." <laughs> as, as he, he turns slowly into turns a fish. into a fish. <laughs> of the fake out by the way no. yeah. there's there's not really anything gained by because Billy's able to survive you know like I thought they're gonna do the dumbest thing where he's like well hold on now I need to try it myself he does it. uh-huh. it's more just it's more just he goes he does the, my favorite thing of a Resident Evil villain of I'm cornered so I'm gonna inject the T-virus into <laughs> yes. myself completely T-viruses you'll himself. never take me alive yes yeah. uh that sure happens. And then uh, they're like, Billy, how'd you do it? How'd you stave off the fish virus? And he goes, well, I'll recount now the chapter that RL decided to leave out, which was the only sequence of information that RL decided to leave out at this in this book. Maybe for the better. I guess I was like surprised. Turns out that early on when Billy was talking about really wanting to prank back Sheena. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had gone down to the lab and had replaced one of the jars of plankton with iced tea, iced yeah. tea. which I don't think looks that much like plankton, but I understand what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that his prank was going to be at some point showing Sheena that he would drink it and gross her out. Until she yeah. threw she up. Like, that's not, that's not, she was like, that's not even a good prank at all. Or no, maybe someone she's said, She essentially <laughs> says like, that. Yeah, you would have gotten sick and gross and thrown up. And she's like, I would not have. And then he's like, that's besides the point. This man is dead now. Well, this man's a fish now, just living a fish life. This man's a fish now. He can't get into heaven and he can't pursue his dream of science. Is his mind a fish or is his mind a man? Does he find fish sexually attractive? I really wanted to know. Important questions (laughs) that we are left at the end of the Goosebumps line to ask. Uh, I was kind of like okay if it had just ended on the prank actually paid off Mm -hmm. but then like rl's like i gotta do more well rl has sheena (laughs) yeah yeah, he has to have the wink at the end of the book you can't i guess he's gotta have the wink at the end so sheena starts laughing and going i had that same idea for a prank and i also replaced one of the jars of plankton with iced tea Mm -hmm. and she goes and takes a big gulp and then goes, oh, maybe I picked the wrong one. Dun, dun, dun. And that's it. Are we left to assume that that is yet a prank on top of a prank? Or that is the reality of things? Well, that, well. I guess we'll never know because there is no deep trouble for Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, I hate to break it to you. <gasps> In the Goosebumps 2000 series. No. There no. is a redux. Yes, yes. There is a redux. We will be experiencing more deep trouble with the deep kids. The what? The I'm sorry. They're yeah. the deep children. Maybe it's Billy maybe. D. Williams and his it is his sister <laughs> Sheena the fish. Maybe that's the thing. The implications are 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 massive right now. We will find out. I guess we I guess I guess we can't cancel the podcast then. 
Nope. Just because of that. Just because of D Trouble 3. Even though the, you di- you guys did all the bumps. And I did some of the bumps. You did some. I mean, you were there. You were there along for all of them, at least in spirit. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I just want to congratulate you guys on on bumping it so good. No, thanks. Hey, thanks. I want to congratulate you for bumping with us. And 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 shout outs to our brother Dom, who's out. He's not. I was gonna say he's like in heaven. He's not dead. (laughs) Uh, Who's 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 probably bumping to some cool EDM jams right now. Uh, (laughs) Dom. he drank the fish potion. He drank the, fr- the fish plankton <laughs> because Dom decided that life would be better as a fish. And he said, I, yeah. I don't want to go to stinking heaven anyway. And he drank that and went to fishy heaven and fishy hell. Somewhere Dom is bumping some EDM in a fish nightclub. And he just looks out to the full moon. And he's like, I feel like something started long ago has finally been completed. They're done. <laughs> He sings, starts singing the song from Fievel. Uh, <laughs> but dance remix. But dance remix. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Oh, my God. It's a bass master remix. <laughs> I, um, I apologize. I did say that it was part of the 2000 series. It's actually a part of Goosebumps Horrorland. So we will not be. Because I think the plan, right, is now. So, so listeners, you've been listening to us go through all of the original series. We finally finished the original series. Took us 110 episodes. Yes, 110 episodes. Do 52 books somehow. 62. 62. It was, you know, there's a good amount. 62. Uh, we did a lot of stuff along the way. Uh, I do want to say this. Um, Deep Trouble was the last, I'm sorry, Haunted School was the last book to get a physical print. The Werewolf Whoa. Skin, I Live in Your Basement, and Monster Blood 4, those were digital books. So... The Haunted Whoa. School, the best book, is officially the last printed Goosebumps hey, book. Hey, that's I know, cool. I know. So my like theory, that. my theory is Werewolf Skin, I Live in Your Basement, Monster Blood 4, they were sitting in a drawer somewhere. I think <laughs> that RL went out on Haunted School. He was yep. top of his game. We yeah. have read, we have read, and it's the next It's the next series that we're going to, which is Goosebumps Series 2000. We have read Cry of the Cat, which we liked. We it was liked great. it. Yeah. It was, it was really yeah. good. So I'm Bride of the Living Dummy is the next in the order. I yeah. feel I feel good about Bride of the Living Dummy, guys. I, I mean I mean we could also do a poll perhaps on our Patreon, which you can subscribe <gasps> to on patreon.com slash goosebuds. That's true. We don't have to dive right into Goosebumps 2000. We could jump right to Horrorland. There's a couple other series. Let's see, we got Horrorland. It's like mm-hmm. Slappy World is one of them. There's, there, listen, the Goosebumps franchise has just kept it. It out. keeps going. Oh, yeah. Two thousand Horrorland, Hall of Horrors, Most Wanted, and then Slappy World. I think is the uh, the final the final series. Wow, it's still going on. There's uh, two, two new <laughs> books coming out in March and June. Dude, he RL is having like I think this is important to reflect on because RL. Hey, I know you listen to this podcast and you always have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, dude, you're having. A hell of a year, man. You got yeah. the Fear Street movies, which we covered in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw there's like new like Goosebump comic books everywhere. There's a Just Beyond series or movie coming on like Disney. Mm-hmm. Like RL's empire, the shadow of his influence grows grows stronger. It does. And we're the resistance uh, movement <laughs> 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 trying to keep him in check. <laughs> We're the scrappy resistance fighters watching the yeah. Empire expand and being like, you can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> we keep we keep them humble. We keep them humble. <laughs> one day, one day there'll be a showdown between the two of us. The dark and the light. <laughs> the goose and the bumps. <laughs> and, and somehow we've made it back to the Dark Tower series at the end of this. 
<laughs> if you, uh, Kevin and Paul have already mentioned, but yes, once again, if you want to uh, weigh in on what books we covered next, get access to our very cool Discord uh, and bonus uh, monthly episodes of Camp Goosebuds where we just get real, real with y'all. Uh, in, a fun way. Slash goose- in a fun way. In a fun, in a fun way. way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Goosebuds. Yeah. Uh, we also have lovely shirts. Uh, mm-hmm. at goosebuds.store mm-hmm. uh, there's a um, there's a tank top uh, version of our new Wrestle Boys shirt mm-hmm. that's really cool that I'm modeling if you want to see a pick of the gun show Kevin's rocking the guns yeah if you want to help uh, launch my modeling career then uh, <laughs> maybe buy yourself a shirt at goosebuds.store uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at goosebudspod mm-hmm. you can email us at goosebuds at gmail.com is that correct yeah Yeah. every time i had to think about it yeah you can also uh leave a review on itunes uh that helps our show a lot and we've been meaning to read a bunch of our reviews for a while now right chad yeah yeah we need to get back into that so if you've been thinking about firing up the old itunes probably Mm. don't use it nearly as much as you used to (laughs) uh please leave a review yeah Yeah. we're at we're at a bit of a breathing point i mean if you've been here since episode one please if you haven't left the review you need to at this point you've made it you've reached (laughs) if if you have kind of sorry if i if you have someone message us so we don't think we've lost everyone that started the podcast yeah i would love to know if there's one person who's been around <laughs> at least one person that's made it all the way through i, I want to know how much churn there is on goose buds do people burn out on us that easily i like to think of this podcast as a crucible uh... <laughs> forged in the fires of stein <laughs> speaking of fires let's put this one out what do you say boys yeah, it's been a blast reading these Goosebump books, boys, will you? I, uh, I toast to you. Hey. Here's, here's to many more. Here's to all the future buds. To the buds, to the bumps, to the slaps. <laughs> Slap. All right, high five for 10 minutes. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Bye. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our lovely Patreon donors. We'd like to say thank you with a little segment we call The Book of Names. The Book of Names. And let's start with Stefan Jive Turkey Kuwabara. Hollis Hornbeak. Cameron Murphy Audio. Michael McDowell. David Cron. Josh Robertson. Mickey C. Nathan Dolezal. Clayton C. Mike Lanteri. Buddy Morrill. Allocade. Mel Dipson. Jim Greaves. Zankeef. Afsheen. Dangy McStangy. Dango Twists. Brian Wells. Zen Tickles. Stealth Bates. Joseph Miranda. Low Belly Hate Me. Patrick Reynolds. Scott Colopy. Robert Moon. Jason Crooker. John Keedy. Clay Castle. Miguel Pardo. Christina Doling. Third Sergio. Calf. Matthew More Paranoia Shop. Sniggy. Sniggy, thank Re- you for something to my Patreon. <laughs> oh, Sniggy, thank you. Reinfected. Maddie. Eshak Arafin. Gregory D. Warren. Alan Saylor. Sam Hash. Cody Redfield. Rich Hillborn. Bradford Coulter. Aiden Alexander Dace. Jar Jar Slinks. Justin Wagman. Chosen One. Card 
Boardwalk. Leviathan. Up and champ. Jonas Eggman. Wait a second. It doesn't say Leviathan. It says Levithan. Yeah. yeah. Or Levithan. I think yeah. I've always said Leviathan. Yeah. I also have. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're leaving all this in, Kevin. Please. I better. Please. Go on. I'm sorry. Jonas Eggman. <laughs> Alicia Grief. Maloyster. Carl. Hey, Broccoli. Pause for a second. I got to get something off my chest. I think I love Paul. Nice. Oh, it's like you self-love yourself. Nice That's change. Good, yeah, that was a great change. Thank though. you, Broccoli, for also donating to my Patreon. <laughs> Hey, Broccoli! The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Elusive Koala. Yanni Markovina. Jonas Blatterman. Joe Brookex. Beezus Christ. Christian Vanskiver. Drew Applegate. Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hobgood. Zach Connor. Paul Grasso. Trans Rights. Patreon underscore donator, yo. Joe Spooky Digital Ghost Tierney. Taylor Dierks. Joe... I'm not tired. I always look like this. Scott, I feel that one. Damn, real. Tom Whittem. Trendy moron. Nope, I'm not going to read the funny name attempt from Andrew Jadzik this time. Lord Cord Wallace. Elizabeth Steenweg. Cardamom Birkenbino. Murph EP. Vincent Modica. Luke Noodles. Hugh Bolin. Zam Bambino. Tevin Ticklebean is your new best friend. <laughs> Aw, Goon Cahoots. Sness Chalmers. Sean Minogue. Wormtown Glenn. Wiggle it! John Pigeon Hat Barber. Nathan Remick. Divaldi. Chip Handsome. Matt McKellen. Reed Stubbendeek. Alex Moon, the robot dog. Joey Evans. Sarah Kemp. Tanya Turtle. Chili Dish Gambino. Carewise Gamgee. Brett. Uncle Cool Brother. Cameron Hansen. Adam, you goofed. Juan Jalapena. General Lee, depressing. Dom, sexy ghost, a.k.a. Captain Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Muscles Bear. Yeah, yeah. Ben Bohan. Keith Alcrow. Chris, haunted pajama boner, Nelson. Timothy Misodoulakis. Clay McCarty. Matthew Stevens. Parker Lee. Dan. Chris Pittman is a bone wizard. <gasps> Bass Gerritsen. Hey, Eric. It's going to be all right. You're doing a great job. You are, Eric. Love you, Eric. I'll be bad. Hambo. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, Hambo. Love you too, Hambo. You're great. Please oh, stop sending slappy cum tributes to goosebuds at <laughs> gmail.com. Please stop it. God, that's in my head now. Uh, when dragons rule, Raymond Hernandez. I don't want to hold up. I don't want to gunk things up too much, but I really want someone to write a song called "When Dragons Rule" because it seems like it would be an awesome song. Please. Yeah. Flamily. The Crow Fence. Matthew Sutton. Jonas and Voltson. Calamity Carl. Patrick Murphy. Germ Juice. Jeffrey Owen Cahi. You are in so much trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Full name. Nick Johnson. Lee Wood. Kelsey Kinneman. Clear as Stephen Day. Beautiful. <laughs> Russell Kastberg. Javier Jimenez. Brendan Arafin. Liam Neeson's Dell. <laughs> Chris Putricus. Scotty Pippen. Streak. 
Meet Virginia. Ryan Carroll. Jeremy Bowser. Dungeon Kappa. Megan McCormick Mason. MC Hamster. Zach Weir. Tamid Munir. Ninja Breadman. Hood Lemon. Alan G. Jussum. Tobias Clark. Michael Kupka. Julian Lemendia. Adam Muth. Got little old moi, pretty fruits. Brendan Neal. Andre Villanueva. Dr. Chocula. Jimmy Soul. Peanutburg, level 69. Moon Juice. Estamina, Lord of Paul's Pants. <laughs> You'll never get him! The Davy Boy. Kenny M. SSJ Trogdor! Oh my god. Could is, that Trog- super, is that a Super Saiyan Trogdor? I didn't know Trogdor could become more powerful. <laughs> super Social Justice Trogdor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dr. Diarrhea. <laughs> Kieran McNamara. Diet Soda. Quigley Jones. Jackie Ledoux. Great name. Coleman Laguza. Another one. Lamb. <laughs> Mike Spaghetti Jones. Redemption. Levi Kidder. David Gray. Bryce Diary. Matthew Brettato. I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. Nice one. Chris. Carbson. David Lynch, XXX, Brendan Fraser, 666. Yes. Dude, those are some powerful names and numbers. <laughs> yes. You better be careful. That's a powerful ship. That used to be 311 in there, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm glad they found each other. Is it my turn? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it so. is. It is. Luke Hubanzi Allen. Some of Chad's bird friends. Oh. Nicholas Maloney. Wagmar Wigmere. Dakota Camp. Midwest Indigo 13. Eric Horwitz. Tiffany Lee. The Secret Provider. Thomas Jansus. Lucretia McEvil. Woo! Elm Realm. Woo! Some good names. <laughs> yeah. Mutant Astronaut. Kiwio Flareb. Bjarndeer. <laughs> I think I nailed that one. You, you did. did. You did. I would not have been yeah. able to read. I would have been like, BJ Arndire. Your, uh, your time in Valheim has served you well. <laughs> it truly has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, serial Killer X. Soggy Newspapers. Alec Johnson. Henry Torbert. Hannah. Or Henry Torbert. I don't know. Who knows? Only Henry does. Only Henry does. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Jaeger-Bush. Kakenti. The Skoteg. The Adam Knapp. Joe Melnick. And welcome to these new Patreon patrons. Welcome, Benjamin Luther. Logan Derby. Welcome, Brad Schmelzer. Welcome, Burger's Wonderful World <laughs> Official. Oh, man. I can't Ed- believe this isn't just the fan account. And welcome, <laughs> Edgar's Crachis. I-, I don't know. We'll figure it out over time. You're stuck here forever, so we'll figure it out at some point. (laughs) Welcome, new patrons. To the Book of Names. We love you all. Thank you all so very, very much. Thank you. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. We're going to etch your names in with our blood now. Bye-bye. Flypaper. The work of the people. Owned by the people. Supported by the people. Visit flypaper.fm.